to the Sage Hill Podcast on Addiction with Dr. Chip Dodd and Phil Herndon. This is a new weekly podcast recorded at the Center for Professional Excellence. Hey everybody, welcome back in the Sage Hill Podcast. This is Phil Herndon along with Chip Dodd. Hey Chip. Hey Phil. <laughs> if they only knew, man. Uh, well, you know, it takes a while to get going. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is our 10th take just on the introduction, for those if you're wondering. <laughs> this is a disaster, sort of, kind of. But uh, so we've been uh, talking through the 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. And uh, last time we did the fourth step, we talked about walking in the territory of kind of making a shift chip over to uh, me and others. And uh, fourth step, I really, when I did my first one, um, I didn't realize, I, I, typical for me in that day especially, I didn't read ahead. And I thought after I did the inventories of the four step, I was done. Like, this has got to be the hardest part. I had no idea, literally, uh, to my sponsor said, hey, uh, let's do your fist up. Like, okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> then he informed me what it was. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it reads formally. Most of you probably know this, but just for a refresher, we admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. So that's when you really start moving into getting it off the grid, literally, yeah. and into another person's world. It's one thing to actually dare to even face it, say it, feel it towards myself, mm-hmm. even the man in the mirror sort of thing. There's so many times I've heard people say, I've heard so many guys, ladies too, I'm sure, but guys for sure say, I never look in the mirror because I'd rather... I'd rather believe what I think I look like than to face what I do look uh-huh. like. So, I mean, the fourth step is a mirror, but the fifth step's going outside the house. Uh-huh. You know, in uh, so many ways, the fifth step to me, fourth and fifth, is about finally running towards what makes us want to run away. Uh-huh. You know that phrase. We, you know, most of our lives, or a lot of our lives, we spend, you know running from what we what we don't want to have to feel we don't want to have to face we don't want to have to what we call relive which really reads which really means remembering because when there's no such thing as reliving something uh-huh. cuz it's gone so it really it's called remembering and we don't we don't grasp the great paradox we're so fearful of reliving something or so fearful of facing something that we actually remember something and remember actually Remembers us. Mm-hmm. It puts us back together. So, uh, in so many ways, the the fifth step is actually about stepping out and saying, "Here I am. This is where I've been. This is what's happened, and this is what I've done with it." Uh-huh. it and, and it's not this is where I am now so much, but it's this is what I've done with it, and I want to go somewhere else. And the the irony of that is, I have to run to what I don't want to be close to. So that that can be transferred from shame and guilt to um, new possibilities, uh, new frontiers, mm-hmm. new relationships. I move from um, judging who's hearing my first step and judging that God is going to judge me and finding out that I, uh, most of the time I find kinship. I find somebody who knows what I'm talking about. I end up bumping into a person who shows me a God that can meet me where I am and take me out of having to be God, which means fix myself, and face face that I'm in need of being repaired. Mm-hmm. And actually believing that through relationship, whether we 
you know, intended or not, if it's through relationship that we do get repaired. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the beauty. We're really running towards what we want to want to want to run away from. And what's amazing about that is that that in the beginning, you you and I can both remember that if we give up that thing that lets us f- experience being connected, even though it's false connection, we're pretty sure that we will we will we will die and live the cursedness of loneliness. Uh-huh. We do not realize that recovery is not about subtraction. It's about addition. And it's not about division. It's about multiplication. Mm-hmm. That when we do the fifth, sixth, and seventh, which we'll get to, but when, when we actually step into the doorway of the fifth, we're actually stepping into a, a doorway inside ourselves in the fourth step and we found out that there are many more rooms to this house we've been living in, and we've only been utilizing about 900 square feet that we find presentable or that we think we can manage. And then we've been going into the external world throughout our French doors to try to make the world be our home, Mm -hmm. when actually there's a door in our house that we've been denying, neglecting, ignoring. The fourth step opens that door, and the feelings that we we've taught the feelings are lanterns, you know, they're 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 passwords, lanterns, and keys. Mm-hmm. But really and truly now, the the fourth step and the fifth step, it's like going in in the fourth step, and we use keys to open doors that we wanted to stay locked forever. Not only is it uh, locking the doors on those things that are humiliating, embarrassing, or for which we have tremendous secretive guilt for which we need to make amends, but also feel often we have to open the uh, uh, doors that have hope in them. Because, you know, as as the addiction process works, we're also running from hoping again or believing in the possibilities that uh, good things can come my way without me earning them. So we find that when we open these doors, we even find that there are some rooms inside the house of ourselves, the home of ourselves, that... that uh, have fresh flowers in them. Someone, I believe God, has been leaving fresh flowers in vases uh, on tables in there every day, waiting for our return. All we have to do is walk in and take the sheets off the furniture and start living again. Um, so, so any, so many ways, it, it's multiplication, like I say, in addition. What we're sure when we let go of things, going to be curses and death, actually ends up being life. And prosperity. Mm-hmm. So that that fifth step is 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 rejoining the human race, and depending upon the God who made the human race, uh, and we're we're kind of out of the rat race, and into the human race, uh-huh. which is a people group rather than a competition. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I do, and you know, there's a. I don't know, narrative's kind of an overused word these days, I'll just say a narrative that says, when, hey, hey, Chip, when you say run towards something, instead of away from something, all right, that means man up, try hard, pull, pull up my pants, yeah. let's go. That's not what you're saying. Yeah, I'm talking about turning around, turning around and facing uh, where I'm headed won't work. There's mm-hmm. got to be something different and taking a step towards what I've been running away from. Uh-huh. That's a very courageous step. It, it ends up really facing powerlessness, mm-hmm. surrendering, and accepting that I've got nowhere else to go. And if God doesn't do for me with this person here with me as I rejoin fellowship, mm-hmm. you know, I, I ain't going to make it. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's no life in life. And I'm telling you, man, it, there is um, 
there's this you you would know it even more fully than I do, but I remember in Deuteronomy 30, and I'm and, and I'm talking about the most amazing book in the world relationally, most amazing relational, most sophisticated relational book in the world that talks about, same thing Bill Wilson talked about, self, others, and God. Mm-hmm. In Deuteronomy 30, Moses is speaking to the people, the great leader. And he says, you know, he says, this thing that God asks of you, that wants for you, he said, it's not up in the skies, up in the heavens that you have to like build a ladder and climb mm-hmm. up to it ascend to it because you can't. It's not across the seas so that you build a boat and and paddle over, sail over to it to go get it. Mm. He said, it's in your mouth and it's in your heart. It's made to be spoken. He said, it's already in you to be spoken. And he said, choose you this day whether you will have curses and death or life and prosperity. Mm -hmm. Choose well, he says, because it's already in you to be stated. So it's amazing that that we spend our lives hiding out to avoid having to cry out. And the fifth step is a highly organized cry out. It's like, can you hear these things about where I've been, what I've done, and even where I am sitting here in a password, a lantern of fear? Mm-hmm. Can you accept me? Sitting there in a password of admitting the depths of loneliness that I didn't even know I had. Can you sit here and accept me recognizing that I'm exposing things about losses and regrets and things that I've historically believed there's no mercy for? Mm-hmm. I'm always having to defend myself instead of be myself. So the, the fifth step is a cry out, having given up, hiding out. And that's what I mean by we find out that all these doors open, and ultimately the fifth step is beautifully leading towards rejoining, like I say, the human race that takes us to really having to contend with uh, maintaining a mansion, that the square footage that we've been given by God, the potential to live lives that we didn't even know we could have, is available to us. And yeah, it's, it is a greater responsibility because we burn with more hope. We uh, experience deeper desire. <laughs> we face longings we can't control. We have needs that have to be attended to. Um, and we're needy ourselves. We're not just independent practitioners of, of living in isolation for survival's sake, which is crazy. Hmm. And um, to live the freedom we we're, we're, we're live the liberation that we receive requires a, a level of responsibility of attending to the gifts we've been given to give them to 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 ourselves and others. We we expand our territories really. Yeah. Just by starting with facing it's in your mouth. And your mouth is made to speak what's in your heart, and that leads to life, which is, and then prosperity. It's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying it makes sense. <laughs> right. I'm really not. <laughs> but there's a, there's an order to things that we didn't design that we have to return to facing design. And by the way, there is a beautiful statement that a lot of people, the, the, the fifth step is it is honestly and truly, and you can tell me if you agree with this, but it really is a turning away, a final turning away from where I was headed to where I'm made to be. And the biblical word for that is repentance. Mm-hmm. It's to repent. In mm-hmm. other words, my penance is of paying the price of sufferings over, and now I'm I'm turning back to a way of life. 
and, and I turn around and face the person who can help me see that it's available. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of having it done with a person. You just yeah. don't sit in silence and do it with God. You open your mouth and tell the truth about what's in your heart to another person who knows what hurt is, sadness is, loneliness is, fear is, and gladness, shame, and guilt, and anger. They know these things so we can be received into the uh, fellowship of living as emotional and spiritual creatures, not just robots, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, I remember telling a guy one time, one of my early sponsors, one of the very first one, the infamous guy, people have heard me talk about another guy. I said to him, I said, I'm not buying, I'm not buying that this is going to be worth it. I'm not buying it's going to do me any good. He looked right at me. He said, well, I'm not selling, <laughs> uh, which was a kind of a country way, a West Texas way of saying, um, this is really, he didn't say these words, but this is a repenting. This is a turning. I'm not selling yeah. you anything. I'm not making you guarantees that once you get this fifth step over with, quote unquote, that it all goes great from here. Yeah. Uh, what he was saying to me, and he expanded on that, but I mean, basically, like, I'm not selling. And here's what's important about you realizing I'm not selling you something because I don't know the outcome of this ultimately, yeah. other than a deeper experience of your recovery. I yeah. just know that there's something real big about moving from that paper to talking to me about this. Yeah, it's almost, it really is a lot about there's talking and there's being involved, mm-hmm. spectating versus participating. You know, a lot of people have associated stuff we talk about, the things that we believe as being negative. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Sad, yeah. Yeah. D- but, uh, downers. Okay. Yeah. And yet, to me, this is all about equipping to live a daring life. Uh, I remember my youngest son was talking to me about, uh, he was really down, just down. Um, what's the point? What's, what's, what, now, now I know um, that, you know, I, I know what first world problems are. I got, I got that, but this, he, he was having a real down place uh, while he was succeeding. I mean, doing very well in law school, uh, but he has pictures and dreams that are bigger than law school. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, come on! Can't you just kind of be settled and satisfied with how far you've come? All those sorts of things. Right. But finally, I said to him, "Listen, um, you you have set a course of dreaming that is pretty extraordinary. I love it. That uh, you know that you have uh, abilities and gifts and desires, and you're actually applying yourself towards them. And guess what? If you're going to reach really high up on the shelf, or if you're really going to climb to heights, dreamers fall farther mm-hmm. and therefore hurt more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have really sad days. Now, that's not negative. To us, to me, to you, we, we talk to people a ton about having the tools to be able to live your life fully, to expand them deeply, to be able to love more completely. What's negative about that? Right. But we're saying the moment you truly love someone, you have signed a contract even more, truly, oh, yeah. a covenant yep. of pain. And so, I mean, because the phone call at midnight, the, the celebration of a wedding, I mean, all of it is beautiful, and yet the more you love, the, the more losses you and I are going to experience. To me, uh, us being able to... Uh, 
have the full range, a bandwidth of a tools to experience life allows us to climb mountains and fall pretty far mm-hmm. and have the feelings that go with that. Because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not telling you, but I'm telling me and you and anybody else who's listening, tragedy is absolutely tragically a part of living. Inevitable. And so guess what? Get prepared by being able to love well Mm -hmm. and live fully. I mean, to me, the the only people who to me are are really uh, worthy of paying attention to, let me say worthy of paying attention Mm -hmm. to, because they've earned it, are people who have um, done a fourth and fifth step. Yeah. I mean, in other words, and 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 guys, uh, the, the life is bigger than AA. I mean, they, 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 AA didn't invent the fourth and fifth step. Yeah. I mean, the idea of telling the truth about myself and to another human being has been around for a long time. A guy named so James that, wrote about that a lot. Absolutely. So God could could restore us. Um, so we're talking about something very very positive. So I trust people who. Uh, have a story and the feelings that go with it about being human mm-hmm. and and running into God a bunch, even daily. And then I, I, I listen to people deeply who um, have been able to keep their tears while they also, also know keep their laughter that doesn't run away from tears. Mm-hmm. So those are the two groups of people I pay attention to. Everybody else is shooting the crap. I mean, they're, they're hiding out. Yeah. To avoid having to cry out, so I'm not. I'm only paying attention from the context of what you don't have uh-huh. and how you're a danger and how I can help you, which sounds pretty patronizing, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm this is like what to danger, what I can discern from you, and also how I might can help you because I know good and well that you don't have what I what I could offer and you don't have what I have. Yeah, and that sounds very arrogant, but guess what? That arrogance that you might call it, was birthed in loss mm-hmm. and in birthed in defeat. Yeah. And so, therefore, if that's negative, then bring more. Right. You know, I guess I've got a little sore spot on that. Then. <laughs> I, got a, I got some anger because the people who are the Pollyannas, uh, the people who are always, hey, man, it's just another day in paradise, or hard things happen, but you don't have to feel them, or faith will carry you through, mm-hmm. which is a catchphrase for don't feel it, and if you do, then... Something's wrong. You lack uh, trust in God. Uh, oh, yeah. To me, that sends people uh, to the liquor store. Yeah, you know what no, I'm saying. Oh, you know, definitely. That, that don't have the security of recovery and then, or trust of their own hearts and in God. There is a reason that there's a whole. You you talked about it last time. Uh, you know, there's a lot of folks out there one dissertation away from a PhD. Yeah. There's a whole lot of people this step right here away from having more than they could have imagined. Oh boy, that's well said, you know, man. That fifth step is a, it's a gulf, and it's also like the others. It's um, you know, preparatory to the sixth yeah. step, and it's not a pill. No, it's not a pill. <laughs> no. It's 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 more uh, ability to walk the path. You know. Yeah, and you're about walking the path, and it's kind of start start looking at wrapping up today. What, what would you think? This is, by the way, we, you know, we don't. People, no one's going to be surprised. We don't rehearse questions before we start doing this, right? So that you don't know. You those don't questions. think it sounds like we reading from a script? Uh, well, it doesn't. No, I, don't I think so. I thought it was that good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, here, here's my question, though. Um, 
I wish I had somebody ask this question two years and years ago, uh, but we're talking about vulnerable territory, scary uh, territory, repentance territory, Deuteronomy 30. Hey, is it going to be blessings in life or cursing in death? What, yeah. what, what's it going to be today? What would you say to someone who's either doing another one or about to do one, or they're just listening to this and they know they need recovery and they're about to walk in their first AA meeting or who, whoever it might be? What does a person need in a sponsor or someone walking with them? Uh, what does that person need to have on board to to listen to a fifth step? Uh, who's the Who's the person that you need to be telling this to? Yeah, you 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 speak to that too. Okay, but I think two things. One is they 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 really do have humility, mm-hmm. uh, meaning in 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 humility they. They don't shirk running away from saying things like they really are. Mm-hmm. They seek justice. And at the same time, they believe in the God that has done for them what they never could do for themselves, so they love mercy. And those two things, uh, are not running away from the facts, reality, and the truth, at the same time, they grasp that we're made out of dust, mm-hmm. believe in regeneration and, and, and restoration, and allows them to walk humbly with God. In other words, I'm not God. I'm made by God. So humility is huge. And then courage, uh, which means this person has full-hearted participation. Humility allows me to face that life is, you know, those four realities we've talked about plenty of times. It takes a lifetime to learn how to live, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be practicing doing it. And it's, it's, it's life on life's terms. I'm not going to escape, and I'm going to be clumsy too. In other words, that person's somebody I can talk to. Yeah. And then they're not running away from life. They're, they have courage. They have full-hearted participation. And, uh, you know, they, they'll admit their limits, but they're saying, I'm showing up. I, don't have, I can't fix it for you, but by George, I ain't running from it. Mm-hmm. To me, God, I honestly feel like for a man, that's like a daddy. Yeah. You know, and for a woman, maybe like a mother or a father. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's like, it's not, I know they're not the parent, but they have the qualities of being a grown up, yeah. frankly, courage and humility. What do you What do you go with there? Um, I love that answer, by the way, and I, I had not thought of it either until uh, as you were talking. Actually, you know, there's a guy in the Book of Acts named Barnabas, and son of encouragement. You know, he was called, and there's something said about him when they were going to the church in Jerusalem was going to send him way far off to check out something to see the validity of something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barnabas is described as a good man, full of faith and full of Holy Spirit. If you work backwards from that, full of Holy Spirit is just a man who recognizes powerlessness, that his power is found in yeah. spirit. Mm-hmm. So he's a man who who is real good at a first step. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, full of faith means a man is really, really, really discerning. It means he does fear well. He listens to fear. He follows what's happening inside of him around his fear so he can be discerning. And the word good man means what we would think about. He's good guy, good neighbor, doesn't steal stuff. He's, you know, good guy. It also means um, a man of a non-sensorious spirit. And Barnabas is the kind of guy that would be so participatory in listening to another human being, he's not interested in correcting them how they say it, what they're doing, doing it right, doing it wrong. He's a man interested in the human being speaking to him from the other side of the table, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 
So to me, I, I, I'm drawn to those people. Like, you know, I, I want a Barnabas. And you've heard Doc, Dr. Hendricks and others have talked about having a Barnabas. I mean, mm-hmm. some, you know, that's, uh, some have defined it as someone who loves you but isn't impressed by you, you know, who will tell you the truth. But I think about, as you were talking, I was thinking about a, a person who, that, you know, that I know through the pages of Scripture, that who, who is courageous and who I know home. him. You know, Barnabas? Yes, you. Oh, no. Well, thank you, but thank you. You're turning what? Red. Red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's isn't it? there's, some guy, there's some guys mm. who hear this who say, I know that man, and his name's not Barnabas, his name's Phil. So you just you can take it or leave it. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Took a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> that wasn't no, uh, no, for sure. But it's true. I know. I know you like that. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. that but that that really, I just remember my first sponsor was some of you CPU guys know the story about this guy. But my another guy really was a sponsor slash guide. Um, and there's a guy here in town that you and I both know who is. Walk with me like that, an older man um, who goes to my church, who just really kind of is an example of someone who will truly listen because he recognizes there's a person across from him mm. to do that. So, so fifth step. I don't know the guy. You know him. Okay, maybe I do, but I know you for sure. <laughs> Deal with it. There that is again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, step six. No, um, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that very much. So fifth step, as we've said before, um, are the steps, as we've said before, are gateways to the next. And that's, uh, we'll move to the sixth step. We're making that firm decision to have uh, character defects removed. That's great. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Phil. Thank thanks, you. Guys.